Heartwarming. Discord now hears claps. Heart, heart, heartwarming. Um, I'm gonna say I think it's Argyle's turn to intro. It's been a little bit, probably. It's been a while. <sighs> it's been a while. Please, please, Since God. We talked about Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Wait, let me remember the itch. <laughs> I have to do this it every really time. In a while. Damn. Every time you start with Kamarocha Radio, which is so so such a classic bit to me. Not every time. What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, and I've heard of eating ass, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, okay. Uh, run, run! Oh, wait, I'm Audrey. And also, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the Jerry Beans Man. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm Max, and I'm eating a peanut butter and jerry sandwich. I'm Dan, and I ain't no big city saying warrior. Yeah. Yeah, Sean Chamel sure is here this week, huh? I mean, he's in almost every week. He's Crowler. They, they really, yeah, they really juiced Sean Schimmel for every voice that he's got in this uh, in this mm-hmm. series. It's usually just the one, honestly. It really milked him, you might say. <laughs> he's not the only one getting milked. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, they're using his energy. I couldn't find a good Dragon Ball Z metaphor for this one, but... His key. Yeah. His key. He's out of key. Yeah. Someone feed that man a senzu. He's giving his energy for the spirit bomb that is the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX dub. <laughs> senzu Jerry Bean. That's right. He's 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 charging his chakras. Mm-hmm. Mm, put a pin in that one. <laughs> we'll workshop it. Using the Kaioken. So, uh, we're talking about some episodes, episode 11 and 12. Some pretty mediocre episodes. They're, not overly they're... offensive, not... Anything special to write home about? They're just okay. There was some neat ideas going on. It's Johan backstory, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, I'm not yeah. opposed to that. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of Johan backstory. It's Johan motivation, less of yeah. backstory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it took two episodes to just tell us what Johan is fighting for, and I think the mediocrity and just sort of blaseness made me genuinely like not really care at all for these episodes. Fair there were some funny moments. Sure, there's always some funny moments, but it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I want I want the lava lamp to do something cool soon, because I'm getting tired of these duels of the week. Yeah, oh. no, I just want, just tell, t- t- tell me what the lava lamp Don't does. worry. Just saying, it fucking will. Sure fucking hope so. Yeah. Things gonna get wild. I mean, yeah. I think we're gonna duel fucking Cobra next week, so things seem to okay, be popping off. So neither, neither, Argyle and Max, did you actually watch last week's episode? Yes, I did. I watched them. I've seen them last every night. single episode of 
every single piece of Yu-Gi-Oh we watched at this point because I right. am a professional. It uh, could wow. not be All me, right. but okay. I am trying to... The, the, was not intending... I am actually trying to keep up with season three. <laughs> yeah, I was not intending for this to be an Audrey call-out post when I said that. Oh, I wasn't hey, calling I, anyone I, out. I, I was I was gassing myself up. But yes, to answer your question, I did watch Sato fucking die last week and it ruled. Okay, but mm. more mm-hmm. importantly, you also saw the lava lamp. Yeah, the nasty fucking is... Zelda boss eyeball calling out to Judai. Yeah, don't worry normal. about it. Don't worry about it. I'm not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, what are these episodes called? This is uh, season three, episode eleven, Trapper Keeper, part one. That's that's. I'll, I'll give it to them. Honestly, fine. Mm-hmm. And Johan uh, is the the Lisa Frank that goes with that. Trapper. Yeah, I was gonna say not really the core mm. audience, but sure. Uh, and then for uh, the now sub, now I'm just thinking like, oh no, I'll say it after. Just give give the subtitle. Uh, the subtitle is episode 115, Geese the Spirit Hunter. Oh. It's Geese Howard's here, everybody. He's here. Yeah, I was, I was about to ask. Any relation Any relation to Mr. Howard? Uh, is the fan subtitle any different? The fan title is exactly the same. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what I was going to say is I do want to see a Lisa Frank style collection of all of the uh, Crystal Beasts now. Oh, that would be. Oh, my God. That would be ass. That would be so sick. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, I would very much like that. Yeah. yeah, listen, one of the main ones a fucking unicorn, so yeah. come on. Exactly. Come on. Um, it's a Pegasus. My, this episode kind of begins with like very confusing. Re- sort of some clips and scenes from the last episode. Uh, we see Jim Cook saying, are you okay tomorrow, girl? To Asuka, because as we all know, it's what he loves to call her. I, um, I'm obsessed with his refusal to call her by her actual name. Like, I, I, you talked about it last week, but it's still, I just don't know what the fuck he means by calling her tomorrow, girl. He means I love you tomorrow, girl. I love you tomorrow, girl. I will show you with my mouth and my lips and my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kenzon and Karen immediately go fucking sicko mode because of the EM waves are still here and they literally like knock themselves out in their it, rage. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's so funny. They're, like, in the middle of speaking, and then suddenly Kenzie goes, my crocky sense is tingling. (laughs) (laughs) And Jim's response is just to go, nice guts. They're throwing a wobbly, mate. Yeah. This guy fucking rules. I love him so much. I'm, I, uh, like, in general, I'm getting increasingly obsessed with Jim's entire syntax. There are so many things that he says. Like, the way he, he constructs sentences, again, is very similar to the way that Pegasus would construct sentences, mm-hmm. but, like, even more extreme. This oh, and me. don't worry, we have a Pegasus thing to talk about later on. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. We do have a Pegasus line to talk about later yeah. on in these episodes, which is very important. But, like, in the Japanese version, Pegasus, you know, one of the hallmarks of Pegasus' speech was him sort of willy-nilly dropping mm-hmm. English words and grammar, actually. Goddamn! Mm-hmm. into into his speech uh in a way that's like basically made his speech incomprehensible to either english or japanese yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he really splits honestly, the difference there like um but uh jim does the same thing and like to even a greater extent mm-hmm. uh it's just he 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 looked at rules of grammar for both languages and said fuck all of that actually it's it fucking he's making a new creole it's actually quite impressive as someone from, <laughs> yeah. a, from a linguistics perspective Me- metal gear rising voice rules of grammar this is what uh japanese people think australian uh dialect is like uh yeah so so yeah their crocky senses go off yep yeah uh uh, Hasselberry. What? 
Alistair left the call. Okay. He hated us talking about English accents. He's like, I'm being impressed <laughs> here, and he left this the call. This is quite, this is quite rude, chaps. <laughs> Why, I, I never. By the queen. In my life, nobody has ever been this yeah, rude he couldn't, to me. He couldn't stand, stand for these war crimes against the English language. <laughs> so and he's I, British, so he'd know a thing or two about war crimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. As we mentioned, Hasselberry and Shirley start to go feral. But then they, like, hit themselves and knock themselves back into sense. Mm-hmm. They're fine. Jim Cook explains that the bad vibes, that these are bad vibes and Jaden's in trouble. Uh, uh, yeah, the vibes are once again rancid. Yeah, yeah. as usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Austin is still trying to break out of his little oubliette as Amon continues to Mission Impossible sneak through the lab. He's been in a hole for, like, three days. Yeah, someone get him, like, a fucking steak or something this poor guy i'm real worried about this guy now (laughs) get him a bag of tostitos get him his Um, big plate of like burgers and oh yeah he did have a burger he's in like remarkably good spirit i mean he's not happy about it but like Mm -hmm. he's energized it's because he's one of the only like characters who has a sort of like sensibility about them in the entire show drive and focus and physical capability he is definitely, like, I'm sorry, Ryan is definitely, like, the kind of person who's, like, I'm going to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking, he's a fucking prepper for sure. Yeah. yeah he's, like, an always carry guy. He's, he's got a knife and a flashlight. <laughs> Post and... your ADC. It's a fucking, like, it's three Bowie knives and a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Uh, so, uh, we can't, the next scene is very, like, almost heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the nurse's office in Duel I think I think we skipped over real quick. Also, Gecko is still doing his sneaking mission. Yeah. He's, he's breaking yes. in the shadow. Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. He's, he's still Mission Impossible in the, in the, in yeah. the uh, air ducts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this scene in the um, infirmary is, like, really nice because we just see Kronos, like, not being snarky, not being rude. He's just straight up helping the nurse hand out, like, towels to the student who needs it. And she asks him if we, they can use the blue dorm. And he's like, Mamma Mia, what a great idea. Huh. It's like, just like, it's nice. With- Without question, Kronos is legitimately the one character who has gone through the greatest amount of character growth. I know, because he had to die. I, I mean, like, with, without question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't remember his exact demeanor in the dub, but the scene does start with uh, Crowler uh, reminding all the students to make sure that their insurance forms are filled out in triplicate. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Not gonna lie. That's a pretty good one. Thanks, four kids. Uh, and the, the <laughs> thing about the obelisk blue dorm that comes from Napoleon instead when he walks in and he, yeah. he, he says, Oh, all these kids, they're gonna go to the blue dorm. And then once Fonda Fontaine like thanks him and walks out and brings all the kids with her, he's like, Okay, yeah, that, that order actually came from, uh, Chancellor Shepard. So, yeah. so yeah, so they manage. He's like, all right, listen, I just managed to reach Samajima, and he's like, oh, you got to stop this from going on. Like, we can't have kids dying, and it's like, oh, okay, now you don't want this going on now that you're in absentia. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like way to pass the buck, my man. Now that he's in international waters. Uh, <laughs> now that he's back on the fucking <laughs> Dragon Mountain, he's on Snake Way. He'll be back in a bit. Actually, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe he's gone because he's trying to unjokerfy uh, Rio. Zane. Yeah. yeah, maybe that I'm, might be. Yeah, it. you know, uh, that actually might be what's going on with that. He did kind of fuck that whole situation up himself. Yeah, so yeah. he kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Maybe that's what's going on. <laughs> Thanks, Principal Samejima. You suck. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he, they, they also say that he wants to keep his involvement in this situation secret. I'm sure that is not even alluded to in the sub. Yeah, normal principal things. Uh, they 
Kronos and Napoleon, after everyone gets sent off, they kind of talk about how, all right, Cobra is still at large. We can't rest. We need to get this guy's ass. But the problem is the hey, EM waves. Okay, just a second. I in my In my notes, I'm sorry, Dan, do you remember... I, I have just written, I'm not even going to dignify that joke, and I don't oh, remember yes. what the joke is. I know what it is. I know what it Uh-oh. is. Uh-oh. Do you want me to say it, or can we just forget about it? Let's forget about it. I want to know. Go watch the dub. All watch right. I want to get mad. I'd rather die. Tell me the joke. Yeah. All right. The joke <laughs> is, like, they while they're talking with each other, they mention that uh, another secret they keep is that Dorsey waxes her upper lip. Oh, uh, Christ, yeah. So, Judai's in the soup, and he's <laughs> thinking of Sato's last words to him last week uh, about finding his reason for fighting, but Johan's kind of able to snap him out of it, even though he's um, still, like, completely fucked up. There's one thing I want to mention, just real quick, which is, mm. we didn't, I think you were about to say it, but we, but it got cut off. Um, uh, they have, like, a student spy on this. What? But they can't get into contact with him. What the fuck? No, they don't. <laughs> That is absolutely not a thing that happens. That, that is that is not really That's what Napoleon that's what Bonaparte says. I think he he's saying I think he's saying it's like Gecko yeah. is I the mean, one. I mean clearly. Uh, yeah, they clearly. don't know that he's a spy though. Yeah, he's but, just a guy to them. Yeah. Kronos and Kronos and Napoleon don't know jack shit. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking idiots. Okay. No, I mean for mm. that that conversation for us is them saying they can't find Judai by tracking his PDA because of the EM waves from the nasty mm-hmm. lava uh-huh. lamps. They're just like kind of SOL right now. Neat. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's them saying they can't get a signal to Adrian. Yeah, they don't say Adrian. That's so weird. Why? Why would they know he's a whatever? They don't say like- Adrian, but it's Adrian. <laughs> fucking stupid show. No, I love this actually. Kronos and Napoleon are actually secretly part of. M- my six like <laughs> of course they are <laughs> why wouldn't that be anyway um yeah so Jedi's like fine but he's dead yeah um, he's he's fucked up real bad the weird eyeball does tell him that they used to be best friends so that doesn't seem that That's doesn't nice. seem right for them but uh I believe it. yeah uh i believe it johan <laughs> johan uh is there as well and is like trying to so like show's gone off to get some water Mm-hmm. And Judai wakes up in Johan's loving embrace because where else would they be at yeah. this point? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that's just what you should assume. Uh, and so he's like, "Hey, we're show," and and Johan's like, "Yeah, show went off to get water, but like I'm here. Don't worry." And like, there's so much touching mm-hmm. in this scene. <laughs> like, there, there's like <laughs> Johan brings him over and like to a wall and like sits him down and then keeps his hand on his shoulder for the entire scene there's like an entire there's again i'm not i am not saying that the intent here was romantic because obviously it (laughs) wasn't i know not everyone is looking through this through the same lens i am but there is a very clear emphasis on how tactile johan is whether Mm -hmm. that is romantic or not um there is like a very clear emphasis on johan touching judai a lot Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, comforting him in the ways that he does, like, physically through comforting yeah. touches. Bro? So. Yeah, it's, it's basically that, uh, baby names meme of bro, we are teens. Bro, we are teens. Uh, right. Uh. I think it's nice. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they're, like, talking with each other about what's been going on. Jesse's filling in on Jaden. Uh, and I believe this is around when, uh, uh, they're talking about dueling Viper uh, they think Viper's after him, but then some growling and rumbling. Oh. Some sort of noise. Well, really quick, before that happens, mm-hmm. um, Judai, Judai's like resting against the wall, and he's like, 
man, I don't know. Johan, why do you duel? And, and Johan's like, uh, what do you mean why do I duel? And Gina's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like rethinking all this stuff. Like, I duel beca- mm-hmm. for, for fun. And I guess also for, you know, just sort of the the challenge and the joy of it. But like, killing a man has got me fucked up. I don't know why I'm doing this. Like, like, <laughs> why, like, why do you duel? And Johan's like, What am well, I fighting for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Johan's like, well, I do it because of my spirit partners, and I do it because I've, I've seen the relationships between others and their spirit partners, and I want to make sure that they can all, you know, have that relationship that has been so important to me. And we get a flashback here. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. This, yeah. Just to beloved Hanna-Barbera cartoon characters. Yes. So we get a, a flashback to, he's like, so Johan's like, so I guess the thing that, like, sort of started me on this path and like is there was a few years ago i was in europe and i saw this you know i was just walking around and i heard this this cry and i i've always been able he's like yeah i've always been able to see dead people don't worry about it um and the uh the card spirit of jerry bean man I love Jerry Bean Man. This guy me. fucking rules. Yeah, we, we don't we don't get his name. Oh, it's at least in the dub until the next episode. It's Jerry Bean Man for sure. <laughs> well, well. More importantly, Audrey, who's the name of the duelist that owns Jerry Bean's Man? Yeah, so that we don't get until a little later. But it is. Oh Tom. no, we get it. We yeah, it's Tom. Yeah, it's Tom. Tom and Jerry Bean Man. Oh my god! I don't think we ever get his name. Pretty- we, we get his name so. before we see Jerry Bean's. You man. know how we've talked about. Uh, Crowler being Italian seems like something the dub would do. Tom and uh-huh. Jerry Beans Man seems like a uh, thing the yes. dub would do. It does. Um, it made me yell and throw my iPad. Uh, it's good. So, anyway, Jerry Beans Man approaches Johan and, like, uh, to be very clear, Jerry Beans Man is literally just a jelly bean with a sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, he's a car mm-hmm. spirit. He's like, he reminds me a lot of, um, Landstar Swordsman. Looks like a character yeah. from Superstar Saga. It looks like a Dragon Quest character. Oh, yeah, you know this bitch is from the Bean Bean Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, like, Jerry Bean Man approaches Johan in the middle of the street, and he's, like, he's not really talking. He's not, he can't speak sentences. He's sort of, yeah, like, he's, squeaking he's, at Johan. <laughs> he gurgles beanishly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He gurgled <laughs> beanishly down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> Beckons in, in beanish speak. Uh, and, yeah, it's like playing Sims. And, like, pulls... <laughs> Pulls Johan over to where this, like, kid, Tom, is, like, laid out flat on the ground. And Johan's like... Cards are scattered everywhere. Yeah, Johan's like, my maternal instinct is kicking in. Young child, what, <laughs> what has happened to you? Do you need and help? And literally, at this point, it cuts back to, like, Judai. And Judai's like, a child? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's <laughs> what's worse than murder? A child. child. No. No. <laughs> I think, is, do we get a little more of the cuts, or the flashback, or is this when we get, like, that weird noise that snaps them all out of Yeah, it? Uh, so, so, yeah, it cuts back over, and, and Judah's like, yeah, child, and Johan is like, yeah, and that's where, and that's when the, he's cut off yeah. by this, mm-hmm. this growl of a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's like a, this guy, this fucking guy, he reminds me, what's the character from the Venture Brothers? Literally with, like, Dr. Venture. He yeah, looks like Dr. Venture. He looks like Dr. Venture with hair. He does. I, I have I have in a note Dr. Venture looking ass. Honestly, huh. so, it is weirdly uncanny, except for I the hadn't hair. thought about that, but yeah. Yeah. Um he's an asshole. He like uh whips at Johan and like 
he hits uh, Sapphire Pegasus, which like damages it and is he's able to capture it even though it's a card spirit and just like drives off with mm-hmm. this like giant capsule full of a dual spirit in tow kind of fucked up yeah kind of fucked it's, up very funny it's he's extremely extremely funny i'm the highway man i'm making me <laughs> dr venture shows up captures a mythical unicorn refuses to elaborate leaves <laughs> yeah also as someone as someone who like didn't watch the first episodes with johan sorry i read the summaries mm-hmm. um you're the manga you're fine all all of the crystal beats just talking is very funny to me Oh, it's, I don't like it. I mean, just do that. I guess they kind of have to talk because, like, Kuribo kind of talks to Judai no, and the Ojamas doesn't. talk. Kuribo, no. Well, the Ojamas. The Ojamas. The Ojamas talk. Kuribo does yeah, not. Yeah, the Ojamas very much talk. Kuribo communicates. Judai can understand what he's saying. Yeah. It's like R2, it's R2-D2 beeps. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I feel like if the, like, beasts were doing the same thing and Johan could understand them, but they weren't speaking, uh, the Lord's English, uh, the Queen's English, rather, mm-hmm. uh, that, like, that would be different. Well, Audrey, careful what you wish for, because I think you've seen the clip Dan posted of this episode. See, actually, I refuse to click it this time. I treated myself. Oh, okay. I'm I treated Audrey. myself. <laughs> I treated myself. We'll get- I'm glad you didn't because it made me want to crash my car. Come on. Oh my God. We'll get there when we get it's, there. It's good. It's funny. Uh, mm, it's neither of those things. So. Like, Max and I are creating a stronger suicide pack by the day. Like, if we ever watch the dub. <laughs> <laughs> we will immediately. Like, we're getting to the point where Audrey will be able to feel my pain when, <laughs> when they hear me watching a dub yeah, across ever, state lines. Is, again, this is this is from us from us getting vaccinated at the same time. Exactly. But like, now that we are fully drift compatible, uh, I know. <laughs> fucked up. Uh, we learned this guy's name is Geese Hunt. Um, uh, my favorite Smash character. Mm. Geese hunt. <laughs> Geese He's hunt. just called Trapper in the dub. Uh, his aim is to capture the crystal beast and their cards so he can eventually awaken the rainbow dragon. Yo, it was so fucking dope when geese hunt- they put Geese Hunt in Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an important thing about the dub version. He's voiced by Sean Schemmel, and he sounds sure like is. if Goku were an evil southern foghorn leghorn evil foghorn leghorn but also goku <laughs> foghorn leghorn is already evil you're repeating well, i say i say i say frieza don't you go no. don't you go blowing up namek no i say do you have any of you fine young folks have nowhere i can find some acid <laughs> I, I i may i may just be a simple uh farm and saying uh, do any of you folks could you point to the direction of some fucking dragon balls <laughs> god um did any of y'all find folks know where I could find King Kai? I'm looking to learn the spirit <laughs> bomb. Sorry, I'm imagining Goku at Coachella now, so. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So we finally, so, yeah, he, they're like, again, in this jungle that's also part of a lab. And, um, Geese, like, draws them further into the actual building. Um, yeah. Out of the jungle, into the building. And there he sort of, like, rigs sapphire unicorn up into uh, again another saw trap uh and this sapphire unicorn they like talk for a few minutes but then sapphire unicorn's like oh mr johan i don't feel so good and johan's like what's up buddy and this is where we actually get some interesting meta to me because this is where so geese is like yeah he's been separated from his card and he's been like i've locked him away from his card that summons him and also he's like locked away from the spirit world where he would otherwise get energy so he's suffocating in here which like this creates like some really really interesting 
meta because like in dual monsters we knew that like all the dual monsters cards were based on caw tablets that pegasus found like we know uh-huh. this but in gx what we're getting instead and i actually find this sort of interesting and like compelling and i i, I can like sort of get behind it in a way that i like have had challenges getting behind some of the gx lore mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. um which is that, like, what GX is saying, basically, is that every single individual card that is printed, whether because they were created by Pegasus with the Millennium Eye, or just because that's how magic works in this world, is inherently magical. And every single card, like, on actual card stock, is its own unique card spirit. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting to yeah. me. It is a lot like Ka, now that I think about it. It's like, like multiplication of Ka. Yeah. It's exactly. So, I mean, and it actually, like, I actually think that feeds into uh, some stuff from Duel Monsters in really interesting ways. Specifically, I'm thinking about the Duel with Pandora, right? When you had these two different Dark Magicians. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah. the Car Dark Magician was based upon the Ka of Mahad yeah. that Pegasus found in ancient Egypt. But these were two disparate cards and two disparate spirits that were summoned in that duel Mm -hmm. um which makes a lot of sense to me actually and i think it's like a really interesting way to pull that together and sort of like um acknowledge that this is a card game where multiple people can have the same exactly and sort of like extrapolate on like the magic of the universe which again i i don't think either Mm -hmm. dual monsters or gx has like really fully explained in any like definitive way but like to me, as opposed to, so, like, I guess part of, uh, I've talked about this before, like, part of my issue with GX is that I felt like it has ignored a lot of what was built up in Dual Monsters and just, like, sort right. of thrown it out. This doesn't feel like that. This feels like it's building on that mm-hmm. instead, which mm-hmm. I which I yeah. appreciate and enjoy. Yeah, you know, I changed my mind. These episodes are good now, actually. Thank you, Audrey. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm, the du- I'm the Yu-Gi-Oh liker. I'm the Yu-Gi-Oh analyst. <laughs> Professor Audrey is in the building. Yeah. Move out, move, uh, watch your back, Professor Hanos. I will. (laughs) Rude. Good. Um, Professor Hanos has tenure, you can't get rid of him. Yeah, that's what the T stands for. (laughs) Tenured Hanos. Tenured Hanos. (laughs) Um, fuck. Yeah, I'm just an adjunct, fuck. Yeah, the, uh, the duel begins, and- Trapper does say, how'd you like to see your horsey friend made into glue? Fuck yeah, dude, and, hell yeah! And also calls him <laughs> Mr. Ed. Oh, yeah, oh, so now that. Max is super on board with these episodes. Yeah, oh, lore and horse death, I am fully in. <laughs> Those are my two favorite things. <laughs> um, Yo- the duel's whatever, Johan just keeps on getting his ass completely handed to him by, uh... Geese. I love this fucking play that Trapper does where, uh, Amethyst Cat gets trapped in a fucking net and then he uses a card to, like, give it back to Johan. To auction for, it back, In exchange yeah. for life points. Yeah. Yeah, I'll auction it back. And then he plays another one of the trap nets and just gets it. Yeah, that's back. a really good... It's really funny. <laughs> it's Psych, really you funny. thought... <laughs> This was also the point where, like, the auction card was played. So, yeah, he captures, he captures. Amethyst Cat. Amethyst Cat with this, with this yeah. trap card, like, hunting net. And then he literally plays a magic card called, like, Dark Auction. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to auction it back to Johan for the price of her attack points, mm-hmm. which right. Johan does because he loves his dual spirits. Um, and then he plays hunting net again and captures her, her back again. Yeah. And this was the. Psych. This was the point where I was like, hey, Pegasus, hey, Pegasus, can I just talk to you real quick? Why the fuck did you make a deck around poaching? 
It's so fucking funny. Why like, did you make is, a poaching theme deck? This is what I mean when I tweeted the question post. Like, this is just a series of comedy rakes that Johan keeps on fucking walking into. It's like that one. <laughs> yeah. It's like that one slide to a Bob scene from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you meant something else. I, I thought you were making a Tom and Jerry reference. Oh my God, Audrey! I had not even considered it. That's what I thought you were doing. I thought it's you're... a classic slapstick maneuver. <gasps> thought... Stepping. Between I literally the, thought it was a Tom and oh, Jerry. Oh, that's reference. why he did it. He just wanted some. Co- he wanted to inject some more cartoon gags into it. He wanted to get a little mm. goofy, silly with it. Wow, we're on. Hey, how many layers of meta are you on? I don't know, like three or four. You're like little baby. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> um we at some point johan sent out amber mammoth yes to against geese and for us in the sub it's a normal scene where like uh geese plays a card to use uh amethyst cat as bait which allows him to also capture amber mammoth so he has like three of johan's guys on the field what the fuck happened in the dub and why did four kids do this? okay so let's start by <laughs> all the same shit happens except for amber mammoth has arnold schwarzenegger voice. yes we've gone over this well before. let me start from the beginnings <laughs> so every single crystal beast except maybe ruby carbuncle is a celebrity impression are you what? Mm-hmm. Oh, and together, and together now. they form Freddie Mercury, I guess. Because what else are you gonna fucking do for Rainbow Dragon? Let me just real quick go over the ones we've seen so far. So, uh, we've got uh, Cobalt Eagle. I don't really know who this is an impression of, honestly. I I'm gonna look this up on the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki as you say this, because I'm sure the wiki would tell us. Let's. Uh, but I can't tell you the other one. So, uh, Amethyst Cat. Uh, this is. Uh, Eartha Kid is Catwoman. Uh, oh my God. okay, pretty good. Actually, that's pretty good. Uh, Sapphire Pegasus is Christopher Lloyd for some reason. Uh, what? Emerald Tortoise mm-hmm. is Woody Allen. Uh, oh no. Very unfortunate. Oh my God. Oh no. Very unfortunate. I, I don't know why they did that one. Listen, if you wanted an erotic Jew, just hire me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know what Topaz Tiger is either. I know it is okay. one. I can't. I can't confirm it. I don't know enough about. Um, uh, according to the wiki, I'm sorry to not the regular Yugi wiki, but Yugipedia. Uh, Cobalt Eagle is based on Maxwell Smart. Okay. From the '60s, uh, Get Smart, and um, okay, sure. Topaz Tiger. If I can find, hold on the trivia page. Oh, just kidding. Trivia. Here we go. Uh. It's based on Sean Connery. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah, I guess that is Sean Connery. Uh, and now there's one last one we gotta real quick go over. Amber Mammoth is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and as I said when he first appeared, <laughs> Sean Schemmel's take on this when asked about it was, they told me to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice and I said okay. Uh, you shouldn't okay. have. You, you shouldn't Sean, have. You really, you Sean, you've done so much. You really should've, shouldn't should've have. You should have walked out of the booth, Sean. Yes. So when Amber Mammoth... You should have used better judgment. When Amber Mammoth shows up and is uh, trapped, he says... First he does some Arnold Schwarzenegger-style yelling. Then he says, hasta la vista, baby. And then... Hasta la vista. And then when, as the uh, net is pulled away, he'll say, he says, I'll be back. I'll be back. This sucks. I'm not a huge Fuck fan. Fuck this. 
the fucking look i mean honestly it just made me think about just fucking every like cartoon was had like arnold schwarzenegger references back oh then, absolutely it was all just like shit made by people who grew up in the 80s so it's like yeah of course of course that's the, the ready the player one mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, now uh, all now all cartoons are like references to animes from the nineties and two thousands. Time is a flat fucking circle. <laughs> making cartoons now grew up on, but back then it was it was just kids that watched Terminator at probably too young. An- too yeah, young honestly. Age. Oh Lord. Um, Listen, it was the eighties. They had a lot of cocaine back then. They sure did. So yeah, the kids did too, and they watched Terminator. <laughs> while they uh, we we cut from the duel to see show running around the jungle. He, uh, there's no other way to say this. He gets his ass ate by Karen. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. hey, listen, at least hey. now we know that, uh, Karen has a taste for cake. Yeah. I'm nodding and smiling. Uh, <laughs> Googling, can, Ale- can crocodiles eat I'm cake? I'm going to post in, um, scheduling the actual note that I took because there's emojis used in it. Oh, is it like the, is it like the sweat emojis no, and like no, no, the no. tongue emojis? It's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's probably going to be more heinous than I could have ever imagined. No, it's not. It's not. I promise it's not. The long and short of it is that Karen bites on uh, Cyrus's behind like a uh, comedy animal would. like a Kind of like a dog, honestly. She is a comedy animal, though. She is a comedy animal. Yeah, so that happens. And because of that, uh, the rest of the crew meets up with Cyrus. They, like, talk about what's going on. Uh... Like, Cyrus explains to them that Jaden won his duel, but barely. He's, like, hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when we cut back to the duel. Uh, Geese plays this card called Infernal Blast Hound, which is just, like, fucked up devil dog, basically. It's a pit bull. Blastoise. It's a, Fire it's a pit bull with, like, <laughs> cannons on its back. It's great. Uh-huh. It's it's like a Houndoom Blastoise combination, this is, basically. Um, mm-hmm. This is what illegal fighting rings have done to pit bulls. Oh, this is so sad. Dale. <laughs> um he, he kind of has this a con- why we should end pit bulls <laughs> he has a conversation with johan here uh, as the episode kind of ends where he's talking about how he's after rainbow dragon he says he knows where the rainbow dragon tablet is it's at the end of the rainbow at the gap in the world don't know what the fuck he's on about here but essentially he's oh, trying he to like it's in the valley of the world and okay the that's so, still quite as evocative but yeah yeah whatever before we get to like the end of this episode there is like Johan does sort of, like, rally himself, because he's getting fucked. And Johan does sort of, like, rally himself. He's like, all right, I have to fight back. And he, like, tries to... He, like, sets a trap. I can't remember what the trap he sets is. But, um... (laughs) Uh, uh, in response, Geese plays Trap Negation. And, uh, Johan's like, oh, shit, Trap Negation. And then Geese looks at him and he's like, yes, I see you, you recognize it. So I shouldn't have to explain it. But I will. And then he goes into like a full description as as they are wont to do in Yu-Gi-Oh of what the card does, even though he just said I shouldn't have to explain it. It's pretty funny to me. Uh, Silly. Does anything else happen in the scene? He not really. This is like the end of the episode. Right. Uh, um, it, it flows into the next one, but like Geese is trying to tell Johan that they're the same. They're both after Rainbow Dragon. They're going to use a Crystal Beast to do it, but like. Mm-hmm. You know, Johan's like, no, I'm doing it righteously, or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. They mentioned that it's good that he's... I think Viper says, while watching that, it's good that he's getting angry, because more anger means more energy. Uh, it means more milk. Yes. 
Yes. Get mad. Get mad. It's toxic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. Good. Our final shot for the episode <laughs> is Jaden. Jaden dead. <laughs> he's dead, but he's fine. He's he's just lying dead, hey. unable to move. Uh, is he calling anyone's name in the sub? No, but tell us what. Oh, uh, take this L, four kids. Yeah, because in the sub, he's dying, but his on his last breaths, he's going, Johan, Johan. Damn, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so that's our that's between episodes. So want to talk about some video games? Video game. Who wants to go first? Fuck it, I'll go first. So, finished my game of Inquisition that I was playing last time that I Yay. hadn't touched in four years. Um, I won. I fucked my wife and uh, Sarah, who had romanced, and called it a day. And uh, just today, I downloaded and started playing Tales from the Borderland. Because again, Ooh. trying to get in all that Moxie content before I actually cosplayer, so oh, I'm not a fake fan. Have you played the pre-sequel yet? Sorry, that not that's what I meant. Not Tales from. I'm play I downloaded and playing pre-sequel. Right. That's stupid. It's got some good Moxie content. Uh Yeah. You were saying. Uh No, I mean I literally have just played like forty five minutes oh, of it. Oh, okay, it's yeah. Like very, uh, very little that I've played so far. But I am playing as um Jack's doppelganger. Oh yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. He's oh. um which is fun. Yeah. I wanted I was going to play as Claptrap. Um, but, like, the number of times you're like, are you sure about this? Oh, it's are you good. sure about this? Made me, yeah. like, be like, alright, maybe not for my first time. I don't know how good or bad Claptrap is in solo play, but, like, Claptrap in multiplayer is specifically, like, you press F and you do something stupid to your friends. Exactly. Like, that's what I hear, is that it's, like, it's really, and that's really what, like, made me decide not to do it, mm. because I'm mostly doing single player. Um... Though, listen, if anyone wants to play Borderlands oh, multiplayer with me. Absolutely. Just let me know. I'm always on the horn. Oh, fuck yeah, Dan. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um, but, um, oh, yeah, so, so I, I am, I am doing, um, Jack's double, which has so far been very funny in the 45 minutes that I've played of it. Um, uh, they're good games. I like the Borderlands games. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm having fun with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think pre-sequel has like, the best, like, character classes of... Well, I haven't played three, so I can't say about that. But, like, it's got really good classes. I think the level design's a little lacking. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, I guess since I was talking about it, I'll go next. Um, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, I have the game open right now. I am 700... What's your Q My at? Q is at 757. Uh... I love listening to all the podcasts that I listen to and just hearing all the hosts being like, yes, I'm uh, number 5,392 <laughs> in the Let's queue right see. now. Awesome. And then it gets reset several times over the course of the episode. This has been happening in several podcasts. I'll also bring up two games that I always funny. have been meaning to play a little bit more of uh, that I recently reinstalled. The first is Final Fantasy V, the Pixel Remaster. I played that game. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh I have a lot of fond memories attached to it. I played Final Fantasy V Advance a whole bunch when I was uh, in, like, middle school. Yes, uh... I never finished it, which is what I want to do now. Mm. Uh, yeah, you gotta kill that nasty tree. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, I uh, booted up, or I have downloaded, but haven't played, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, because 
this month for Video Game the Movie the Podcast, we're going to be talking about the 2012 Ace Attorney film. Uh, and are you doing that because of the Christmas line? Well, not just that, but like specifically because uh, the cases in that are like two cases from like the first game. So I want to like have like the game context. They're good cases. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, other than that, uh, oh, I also do- re-downloaded Fallout. I was thinking of maybe streaming it someday. I haven't decided. Uh, all right, that's enough for me. Who wants to go next? Argyle. Uh, I haven't really been playing much. More Metroid Prime. I I booted up Punch Out again uh, for the Wii the other a, a couple days ago because. Somebody suggested yeah. it as a joke, and then I actually did it. Yeah, um, because I I love that game a lot. Still good. I've still I've still got a lot of the muscle memory that I had before, and just uh, am able to blaze through most of it, even up to like almost the end of title defense without really much friction at all. Uh, fuck um, yeah! If you don't mind me forcing this on you, uh, mm-hmm. I <laughs> I know you've been also been playing uh, Pokemon Channel for the GameCube. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's an interesting. So yeah, tell us about Pikachu uh, found the weed. <laughs> he did. I so yeah, as a because I have a copy of Pokemon Channel that I acquired from s- somebody years and years ago. Um, just because I was kind of bored with Metroid for the night and wanted to do something else uh, before I, to wind down, I started playing Pokemon Channel. It's I mean, I wouldn't really call it that interesting. It's kind of boring, honestly. You don't do much. It's kind of Animal Crossing-ish because it's got, like, um, a lot of it is uh, governed by just time of day. So things just won't happen until it's got a real-time clock. It, it, it's it's based off your system clock and, like, events won't happen until a certain time. So, you know, you'll buy things on the on the Shop and Squirtle channel uh and then it'll be like okay well deli bird unless it's like a special item deli bird won't bring it until the next day or like you you do your tasks for professor oak and he'll tell you okay the the your new channels will be up uh at five o'clock tomorrow morning and like the throughout the day different different pokemon will stop by your house or by the various places so you can talk to them uh and get trading cards and stuff yeah it's mostly just a game about collecting things Right. And also watching uh, one episode of Pokemon that has been broken into like five minute chunks. Mm. Um, it, it's it's chill. I like to use it as like uh, the start to my Metroid streams now just because it, it's uh, it's easy and you can make progress in little chunks. Like I said, like Animal Crossing. Mm. Uh, mm. But it is overall kind of a, an unfulfilling game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It kind of reminds me of, like, children's edutainment games, but I don't think it's trying to... A little, but you're not learning anything, because these are all fictional animals. Yeah. There are trivia questions about the fictional animals, but that's not going to serve you any... uh, I mean, if you talk to somebody at a party and be like, what what does Lady Boss secrete uh, its special juices from? Its wings, its feet, or its mouth? You're probably going to get some weird looks. Which you'd probably get if you talked about, like, normal bugs, too. But, like, nobody wants to hear about fictional uh, bugs, either. Yeah. I guess that leaves Max. Uh, Most yeah. of my fun with it has been you can get special cards that make the noises whenever you wiggle them around. Oh, right. So I've And because it's all the anime noises, I can just uh, 
make Ditto go Ditto, Ditto, Ditto over and over again as fast as I want. Famous line. Anyways, Max. Yeah, my turn. Um, poof, gaming. Yeesh. Ugh, how about that? Uh, I started playing the campaign of Halo Infinite. That's a lot of Halos. Yeah. Um, uh, it should have been called Mobius. By the ah. way, I've um, I've been drinking a lot of Rockstar. Do you want like one of the codes? No, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't I don't do multiplayer really. I'm not that good at it. But the single player is fine because it's just like it's like Far Cry Halo kind of. Um, it's a open world. It's honestly kind of really cool. It's a neat departure from Halo. Um, the design of the ring itself is like it's the first one. You know, it's like that sort of Pacific Northwest type area. Um, there aren't any other biomes. I guess they're gonna do it in like DLC, but it's just fun. Like you still have cool secrets to find. Like they still have skulls, and there are some linear bits of levels inside ships and whatnot. But it's just I don't know. It's just fun, man. It's Halo. You get a BR. Get a freaking like get a needler. The needler is really fun in this one now. Um, this is a cool thing where like there's ammo stations now, so you can kind of recharge. So if you find a good gun and are like judicious with your ammo use, you just keep it forever. So I just have a battle rifle and an energy sword, and I can recharge whenever I find a station. So it's just like, oh, I guess I win because I can't be stopped if I have a battle rifle and an energy sword. Um, it's always Sunday when you have an energy it's sword. All- <laughs> Amen. It's good. It's a fun game. It's on Game Pass for free. So if you have an Xbox or PC, fucking try it. Uh, I like it. Uh, Master Chief. He's my friend. His name is Mr. John Chief. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's my game. All right. And before we end our getting our game on segment, we would like to take a moment to thank our $10 patrons, which we do in the middle of the episode. Who wants to read these out? I can do it. Do it, Audrey. Fuck yeah. I haven't done it in a hot minute. Anyway, uh, thank you to our $10 patrons, including Daniel Kalaskis, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Protege, Sarvis, and Eriviru. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you so so much. much money. And remember, this month- The kindness of your wallet. These funds go into helping us. It goes into uh, getting the funds for- uh, Bits. Crunch berries. Yeah, it, for bits, uh, as well as the funds for uh, the packages we send out to our $10 patrons. Uh, yeah, that'll happen early next year. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Hey, next episode. Episode 116 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Crystal Beasts versus Infernal Blasthound. Trapper Keeper Part 2 versus Infernal Blasthound? He's not around for that long. <laughs> I know. They really couldn't... I mean, the other the other episode title is Geese Fucking Ascent to Heaven, so... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, episode 12, Trapper Keeper. It should be that. It should be that in the Always Sunny font, just like Jonoichi dies. <laughs> oh, what a fine moment. Um... So this one starts out after we get a recap of Johan yelling, no, I'm not like you. I'm a good guy. We have a flashback of how Johan kind of stirs himself, steals himself, I guess, uh, because he is, you know, as we know, he's the sort of rightful owner of the Crystal Beasts because Pegasus owned the cards and he noticed that they reacted to Johan's dueling skills. So mm-hmm. P- Pegasus takes him into this office. Well, where, wait, like, well, each- so, so just really quickly before we get into this flashback, it does go over to Judai. Very quickly first, who's still dying, yeah. as he was mm-hmm. in the last episode. But he's like, at my at death's door, but please, my male wife, Johan, <laughs> Johan! My male wife, I need him. Um, and then we get the, the Johan backstory. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Pegasus. The, the cards are all encased in, like, the individual crystals for which they are named. And when Johan touches it, the crystal glows and it dissolves away. Well, how did away. this happen? 
Pegasus made mean? the cards and then did like the crystal form around it. Yeah, it's just rock candy. Don't mm. worry about it. But the important thing the, is, his hands are sweaty. And listen, melt. that eye did some fucked up shit. Yeah, who fucking knows? This is because yeah, this would no, this wouldn't have been because this is only a couple years ago, and this is like ten years after Bill Monsters. Anyway, impossible, um, impossible to say, impossible yeah. to say. The point is that when Johan touches the crystal beast cards and sets them free. Pegasus says, Jesus, the die is cast. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What the fuck? And <laughs> specifically the word Jesus in English. He says Jesus in English. Like, this is better than him saying, God damn. This is, this is a step up. I fucking love this man. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and I'm sure he doesn't say, I'm sure he's just normal for you in the dub. He definitely does he's not. He's just kind of excited about this. Yeah. He's just like, hey, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, wow. How disappointing. So sad. I mean, we get to see. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he's doing. Pegasus is doing, never you know? a disappointment. True. I mean, I always like to hear his, his dub voice. So, let's see. The duel continues. Oh, I did. I did. At this point, for whatever reason, I did have the thought, what's Aster Phoenix up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what is more, he up to? more shit is happening and he's just he's just hanging out yeah like has he been participating in the survival duels? like he's at the academy i don't know what he's up to maybe he's we'll... a student here he's oh, just deal? he's just going on dates with sayo now mm. <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> yeah he's like man fuck all this like you you guys get a new villain for this series for this yeah, season, good. I'm 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 outy. He just showed up to introduce the new boyfriend they, and then left. They went right exactly. Yeah. They're they're over in they're in Margaritaville right now. Virgin exactly. Margaritaville. <laughs> but you guys are having disc duels and all the student body is getting is, passed out. Sartorius I'm, is a big parrot head. Not many people know this. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, uh, Johan plays Topaz Tiger and Geese flips a trap hole in it. As soon as it gets out, it just it's fucking so dies funny. immediately. Okay. It falls into the Sorry. hole and shatters. It's pure yeah. comedy. Not to, not to go, go back again. Sorry about this, but like, I, I do like how Pegasus is like, all right, after Duelist Kingdom, no more magic. And then he sees Johan and he's like, well, maybe a little bit of magic. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit of magic. After all, what, what harm could, could it be? How bad you know? maybe? How bad he's, he's Bilbo looking at the ring, right? Know? Yeah, uh, and why not? Why shouldn't I like introduce dark magic to this thirteen-year-old? Um, <laughs> um, uh, Emerald Turtle comes out. Uh, there's an E. Or just sorry, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Emerald Turtle. Yeah, I'm obsessed nice. that he's. I, I'm obsessed that he's a member of the Crystal Beasts in general. I mean, I kind of get it because of the four sacred beasts thing which if anyone doesn't know there's four sacred beasts in chinese mythology which right. is sort of like well, i've played yakuza i know all about yeah. this which is like yeah. seeped also seeped into like the rest of eastern asian mythology and they're the dragon the phoenix uh the turtle and the tiger so yeah. i i get why it's there it's just very funny because yeah, he um, kind of sucks compared to all the other crystal yeah beasts. yeah here you side i don't know he seems to have a pretty good effect yeah. he can like go into defense mode after attacking he, he does, does have a good effect yeah. but he has 600 attack points here so here you saijima akiyama and uh tanimura tanimura mm, uh, great this is tanimura <laughs> he's here now yeah <laughs> Uh, we see we see geese set a pot that doesn't get revealed yet, but it's bad to look at. Tell you that much. We'll get on it later. <laughs> but oh, also uh, Jesse uses like the Jesse started this last episode, but in these episodes he uses like these cards called like G Force, E Force, and M Force. 
I think that's he the also names. has spelling cards, just like just like his his Espondo. just like Jaden, yeah, just yeah. like just like Bakura spelling out final, <laughs> yeah, because that's mm-hmm. what he spelled out for sure. He spelled out ghost, <laughs> scary, <laughs> spook, <laughs> ouch, with an exclamation point. <laughs> he did it in the Chad shirt. <laughs> If you play all five, you summon the Chad to your field. Yowza! <laughs> oh, God. Um, fucking hell. It's nice that, it's nice that like, Cobra, we can continue to milk uh, jokes from several Oh, we're real good at milking. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you've heard of getting blood from the stone. This is getting milk from it. That's even harder. <laughs> getting milk from a crystal. But it's so worth it. Oh, my God. The stone milk. Uh, <laughs> Johan kind of calls geese out. Uh, he's like, I know you just set a pointless spell card. It's not a trap. It's all bluster. And Geese is like, oh, fuck, dude. Um, Johan, uh, he destroys, like, the last Blast Hound. And he directly attacks the Topaz Tiger. And, like, yeah, Geese is kind of fucked here. He really can't do a whole lot. Um, and we cut to the gang. Just, like, a short little uh, conversation. I'm obsessed of them with this just... entire conversation, though. It's <laughs> yeah. very short, but, oh, my God. All, all, everything, again, th- like, this is the point where, like, gym syntax just, like, was chef's kiss for me. So, first of all, again, Jim just, like, abjectly refuses to call Asuka by name. He calls for Tomorrow, Tomorrow Girl, Girl, and that is it. That is it. That is it, which I'm obsessed with. Um, He has an entire sentence that's in Japanese, except for one word, which is but. So he, <laughs> like, has an Damn entire on. sentence that, that, like, starts off, and then he goes, but, and then continues on in Japanese. Yeah, he... Um, so good. He said, Jaden um, Yuki, you gotta kick that man's butt. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but um my last like point here is at the end so he's like explaining how like the em fields are working i think is that what's going on max what is he explaining he's explaining that he's figured out that the distools and the em fields are related and that they are what's causing the students to pass out and he knows that cobra's behind it he just doesn't know like what Cobra is planning to do. Right, so exactly. So that's like, that's what they ask him. They're like, all right, so what is Cobra planning? And he says, Wakara and I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and they all fucking like pick hard face <laughs> palm at literally, him. If you don't, if you don't ha- have any uh, Japanese uh, uh, knowledge in you, means I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, say, you know, say. Yeah. Um. Amon is still doing Mission Impossible shit. He's putting, like, little mm-hmm. laser caps on the tripwire lasers in the fucking air ducts so he can get through. Don't know why how that's not setting them off, but I don't care. I, I um, really love that there are laser tripwires in the air ducts. He's just... I know. This is just some... This is a monkey lab! This is just so, a fucking, uh... This whole monkey lab is, like, an abandoned uh, immersive sim level. Uh, I, yeah. What I especially love is that the power has gone out mm. because Amon specifically cut it. <laughs> the power has gone out, so they're on, like, backup generator energy, and there's still enough energy to power these Those are essential lasers. systems. You yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm assuming that, like, the little caps had basically little mirrors inside of them. Mm. Um, yeah. That, yeah, like, that would make sense. Standard spy movie shit. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that, but it is still, like, very funny stuff. It also is, like, very funny that he's probably being like working for uae mi6 right yeah like it's just straight he's out working, of abu dhabi he's working for the kaiba corp uh, uh intelligence agency uh <laughs> the ki yeah he's working for kia uh <laughs> um 
Judah gets up now, though. He's alive, but he's still dead, but he's alive. Um, and he just, like, starts sh- fucking shambling towards the duel mm-hmm. hall where Johan and, uh... He senses and, a duel happening. Again, under his breath going, Johan! 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 Me too. <laughs> Jesse is on the verge of winning. Yeah. Right? He is He is one attack away from doing it. But before he can do it, uh, Trapper says, hold up, hold up. Check this out. And he pulls out the Jerry Bean Man. Uh, and he says, hold up. If you attack me, if you win this duel, then I'll rip up the Jerry Bean Man. And, like, Which, Jerry Bean Man's spirit appears. And he's like, no, yes. no, 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 don't, no, don't kill me. No, don't kill me, please. Oh, don't, don't do it. it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to kill this little Bean Man. Hey, you know what this means, though? You know what I realized here? Kaiba killed a fucking Blue Eyes. Like, straight up. Oh my god, he did. Shit, he killed one quarter of Kisara. Yeah, Kaiba straight up killed the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Couldn't ha- he couldn't? He's fine with that. And everyone who's not keeping their cards in, like, pristine condition is doing irreparable damage to the sentient oh, beings god. living inside those cards. Uh, thankfully, none god, of the cards- All of you, none of you have sleeves. What are you doing, you monsters? Yeah. It, it's fine. Have- it- uh, Industrial- Illusions make some very durable cards. Yeah, we've seen we've seen them block bullets and slice pipes in half. I think they're fine as long as you. Do, it's just everybody is strong enough to. They're also like weak enough to be ripped by a human hand. It's I like a baby. It's strong. like how you can bite through. It's like how if you didn't, if your brain didn't stop you, you could bite through your finger like a baby carrot. It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's psychosomatic. Mm-hmm. So we're we're in a situation. Jerry Bean Man is being held hostage. Yeah. Uh, so if if he wins, Jerry Bean Man gets ripped up. He's never going to get to fulfill dies. his promise to little Tom, who's going to die of consumption. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh. But if it's... but if he loses, then also Sapphire Pegasus will get demolished. Will suffocate in his cage, separate yes, from his father. card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone going to die. Yes. Uh, so so Geist is able to get his next turn without losing, and he flips pot of avarice. Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. this guy. Fuck this guy. This I guy fucking sucks. I think instead of taking a shot, we need to finish our drink. It's like playing kings, you know? Uh, you gotta, you gotta like, waterfall. All yeah, right, time. Gonna, fuck this guy. Time for a shot of avarice. What are we drinking, beloved friends? Um, I have a magnum of red wine that I bought while I was at my parents' nice. place for Thanksgiving. It's like an Italian red. It's pretty good. I'm waterfalling mm. it. Nice. Mamma mia. I, um, I have a can of Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. Okay. That stuff is okay. Which, I which had a is, bottle of it. Yeah, which is, it seems really gross because in my head I just think of soggy gingerbread and I realize, oh no, it's like Mountain Dew gingerbread. Oh. It's pretty good. Oh, huh. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, pretty much. I like it. Honestly, I mean, I try not to drink soda, but I saw this and I had to. It could be a lot worse. I'm drinking it, water. Yeah, I really could. Uh, so, uh, as you may or may not be aware, this episode is going up uh, the same week as Christmas. Uh, is it yeah. really? Oh my god, it is. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I wanted a nice holiday beverage. And wouldn't you know it, uh, there is one particular... A uh, holiday beverage recipe I haven't tried before. Uh, well, I have tried it before, just not on stream or recording, whatever. It is hot Dr. Pepper. 
The famous 23 flavor soda has lots of spin-off products, such as Diet Dr. Pepper. That's not the topic here today. No, we're not talking about Diet Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. But what we are talking about is Hot Dr. Pepper. That's right, Hot Dr. Pepper was originally introduced in the 1960s as a winter beverage. Here's some advertisements from the 1960s showing about Hot Dr. Pepper. However, it was short-lived. You still don't believe me? Think this is a joke? Just go to the Facts and Questions article on the Dr. Pepper's website. Anyway, I'm going to teach you how to make it. All you need is a Dr. Pepper, can, or a bottle will be fine. And proceed to open up. But don't blow it up like I did, because, you know, bad Dr. Pepper right there. Anyway, you heat up in a pan or anything, and just pour a little Dr. Pepper in there, as much as you want. And as soon as we do that, we're going to take a lemon and a knife, make a small slice, and put it in the glass... And you're going to pour the hot Dr. Pepper in, and when the Dr. Pepper starts sizzling or steaming up, that's it. Just take it off, pour it in your glass. And if you're using a glass, glass, glass made of glass, like I am, put it very slowly. Like, wait five seconds between each uh, spill so it doesn't melt. Because, you know, when glass melts, it's glass. Yeah. Also, if you try this at home and your lemon makes a popping bubble, comment or like. Because, you know, thumbs up for that. There's some more footage of the popping lemon, and yeah, this is basically Dr. Pepper. Uh, it tastes like Dr. Pepper, only it's hot, kind of like tea. Brings out the cherry flavor, a little carbonation, and I'll see you next time. Later. Anyways, uh, I put it in a mug, actually, because uh, I don't, when glass melts, it's glass. And also, it is the Joey Face mug, and uh, it's, at this point, uh, what are we, what? And, like, 45 minutes into the recording... We're an hour and six minutes into the recording. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of become room temperature, Dr. Pepper, with lemon. Uh, And I've been sipping it a little bit throughout the episode, I've, and I'm going to finish it off now. Hell yeah. It's nice. I'm glad you did the entire bit of that. (laughs) It's good shit. That's the content people pay to see. (laughs) Mm Mm-mm. Um, Argyle, you didn't say what you were drinking. I did. I said it before Dan did. Yeah. I, I, I think I, got, I just got too excited for Hot Dr. Pepper. I, I, and I don't dare repeat myself. Of course not. No, yeah, of course. Of course not. If you, um, you want to hear it, go back and listen to the episode. Go, go back five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like two ships passing in the night. Argyle <laughs> says what he drinks and then doesn't speak again. <laughs> Elaborate on that. No. So the duel continues. Um... He is, Geese is like, every single turn he holds up Jerry Beans, man. He's like, I'm going to kill this little fucker if you do anything. So it's like, I'm glad he didn't immediately forget about the stakes here. Um, And Johan is like lamenting this. He's like, oh, it'll take a miracle to stop all this. Cut to Judai climbing a ladder to the rafters above the duel, who immediately, he says, if you believe it, a miracle can happen. And he fucking Tarzan swings and Kicks geese, knocking Jerry Beans Man out of his hand. I love this bit. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. He's like, he just died basically, and he has the strength to do this. Go off, kid. Yeah, it's sort of like how like Ash and Pokemon is just super strong. He can sometimes mm-hmm. punch a Pokemon. It won't work, but he can sometimes. do it. He can try. <laughs> oh god, better um, do it in one shot. Better make it count. Yeah. So this this is what allows Johan to win the duel. Um, Hi, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, that was very disruptive, Jimmy. My goodness. Um, he, gets, he gets Sapphire Pegasus. He draws it and plays oh, it. At first, it doesn't do anything. Sorry, just like w- one one quick note before that, mm-hmm. which is that, like, Geese is going on and on 
he's he's like welcome to my twisted mind of flesh like yeah he's like welcome to my twisted mind i'm a twisted cycle path and like he's he's like starting to rip the card a little bit and johan's like fucking stop it what the fuck are you doing and he's like oh don't you like it i love hearing them scream and on saturdays i club seals like he's so fun like he's like like genuinely getting off on it and johan's like what the fuck dude oh no Oh no, is he yeah. gonna commission art of like a white woman uh sawing a tree or something? <laughs> <laughs> Ripping up paper. But anyway, yeah, Judai knocks the card out of his hands, allowing Yoan to beat his ass, and as he lays there, uh, you know Well he, he summons Sapphire Pegasus and this is this Sapphire at first he doesn't get summoned because he's trapped in the bubble, but then Johan says, Hey, you can get out of the bubble because I summoned you with the card, and then he says, Yes, I can, and he gets yeah. out, and then he beats his ass. You using, gotta believe using the uh, gym force. You, yeah, he uses all the gyms get together yeah. and kill him. Mm-hmm. He does yell and it does sound like Goku yelling because it's Sean Shemmel. <laughs> yeah, sure. He knows how to do oh, one yell. Oh no. And this is to go even further beyond. <laughs> uh yeah, he he plays all he, he so it's the the G what was it um uh, it's G force G force and M force that's yeah. all they're called G force E force and M force so he was able to play G E M gem burst uh and he places G G G E E E E and M M M M baby yeah listen to Alco Robot um he's able to place like all of the crystals on the field in their crystal forms and each one deals five hundred damage to geese so he loses the duel and he also loses his life. Because he does die. He, he he lays on the ground dying, and he says, "You know, I once had a close relationship oh, with dual spirits like sh- you, Jesse." This shit pissed me off so bad. He's like, "Yeah, I'm dead now, but I had a tragic backstory this entire time. Don't you feel bad?" It's like until, literally, no, we don't. I don't. I want you to die. Somebody <laughs> stole away my my best friend, and then I I wanted to steal other people's dual spirits to try and get that same relationship back, but it never happened. Anyways, then, I'm going to die now. Yeah, anyway, have you ever seen 13 Ghosts? Because this is the end of 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Uh, he, <laughs> gets, he gets dragged to hell by all the monsters that he stole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all of the spirits that he killed, not just stole, but presumably killed. Because uh, yeah, in, in the sub, he talks about how much he loves doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, um, Tristan's awful. Like Tristan's awful Pikachu monsters here. His awful little. Oh yeah, the Kaminari Dinky, whatever from the capture yeah. capture monsters capture balls. The guy who looks like he only talks in gurgles. Capsule monsters. That's what it was called. Yeah, I like to imagine this is Tristan's. Yeah, probably. And <laughs> I don't think honestly that four kids had to really edit anything out of this scene because it's kind of weirdly ethereal as yeah. it is in the sub. The, no, the, yeah, he just gets consumed by light and then he's gone. Yep, that is literally what happens to us. And he, he is he, get, he gets raptured. It is the it is the assumption of geese. He is in heaven. It is not even remarked upon. That is my no my yeah part of it. Is that like Johan and Judai see this happen? They're like anyway. Yeah, they're like huh. Oh well, not going to ruin my day about it. Yeah, something's not, bad happening. Uh, we see Viper and he says, "Oh no, something's bad hap- happening to my lava lamp." Oh no, there's not enough energy. Yeah, yeah, at first he's like, oh, excellent. My lava lamp is nearly full. And then he says, oh, wait, no, wait, actually, it's not. <laughs> just kidding, I <laughs> lied. Fuck. <laughs> so Oops, it looks like I need just one more duel to fill it up. Yeah. With um, Judai, Jaden. So, 
I'm really excited for this next duel. I really think that, like, uh, this is going to be where Cobra dies. He's probably going to, like, crank the milker to 100% and, like, you know, he'll have milked his last and all of his mm-hmm. goop will go into the lava lamp and we'll finally get to see the fucking Zelda eye boss inside. Oh, boy. Um, I hope he gets turned into a desiccated corpse. That'd uh, be really funny. Oh, I want to I see him get, like, fucking Ark to yeah, the Covenant. Yeah, I was going to say Indiana Jones. Yeah, like, he, he loses all of his muscle mass. He's, he's like, tiny, tiny little uh, Hercules at the beginning of the movie. I think our next guest actually asked to be on the specific episode where we find out who the eye is. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the episode, uh... It's alright. Yeah, that's, yeah. It was better than I remember it being, because as always, when we talk about it, yeah. I have more fun thinking about it than when I'm watching it at work, because I get paid to watch I, it. I will say that, like, the, the revelation I had about lore, again, whether intended or not, um, did make these episodes a lot more palatable yeah. to oh, me absolutely. watching them. Uh. Yeah, I was like, all right, at least I'm getting something out of this. Ever Mammoth was funny. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, even without that, I don't, I don't think they're horrible. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they're entertaining no, they're, enough. It's they're middle. They're a, he's a better yeah. jobber duelist than Mister Stein. Uh, mm, I fucking hated that guy. I mean, yeah, I mean the bar is so low. I wasn't even really watching. Do- I was fucking playing Punch Out while I watched those episodes, and I still oh don't like God. him. If that's what we're doing, the bar is on the ground. I mean, That will take us to mm-hmm. questions. If you have a question, you can go to Pot of Greedcast on Twitter or the Millennium Bag channel on Discord. We usually post a questions post a day or two before we record an episode. Starting out on Twitter, uh, we have a question from Meat Dipped Skeleton at Jet Homes, who asks, if God is real, why isn't a sexy lady alligator biting my ass? So true, bestie. You haven't tried hard enough. You need to go... Have you tried online dating? Well... Have you? I yeah, have you listen. Only. I know a lot of artists, and if you're willing to pay twenty to sixty dollars, maybe you might be able to fulfill that dream of maybe yours. More depending on how many characters yeah. and like yeah. his full body. Is it in color? Yeah. Do you want know. like a yeah? Do you flats? Yeah. Do you want flats? Do you want shading? Yeah, there's, there's a whole price. There's a whole pricing. Yeah. Um, have you tried frosting that cake? Yeah, you know, Miss Karen only likes the juiciest of cakes. Now, are, how literal is this metaphor? Michael Healy at Michael of Healy asks, <laughs> I'd like hot takes of the religious views of the GX cast. Got any good or especially bad ones? Uh, Honestly, all I can think of is that Misawa is the most epic atheist yeah. to ever live. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. He's an epic gentle <laughs> sir. Uh, well, I, I think we know for sure that Pegasus, and I guess he is part of the GX cast since he keeps fucking <laughs> Pegasus is he Methodist. Is, he is, yeah. Oh, Methodist. Okay. Yeah. I've decided. Yeah, he, <laughs> all right. He's, he's very Christian. Um, I think Cyrus worships the Egyptian gods. I think uh, Kaiba set up a little cult for the Egyptian gods. We we have seen him praying to Slifer the yeah. Sky Dragon. <laughs> we, we thought that was a funny joke, but he was really uh, doing that. Yeah, his cult's called e- Egyptology. Yeah. Let's see. In the Discord, in Melanium Bag, Hornmeister asks, which character is the most likely to be excommunicated, and how do the co-hosts of this podcast compare? Well, <laughs> uh, tremendous. The most likely character is Misawa for being a vocal atheist. Uh-huh, and yeah. I'm the most likely of the co-host to be excommunicated because I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of like we're never in uh, that boat uh, to come begin on. with. After, after after Vatican II, it's 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 they're more friendly towards you. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> slightly. Yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm fucking getting inquisitioned. Oh no! <laughs> well, no, you beat that game, Audrey. Uh, 
believe me, I've had like a challenge. There have been challenging thoughts I've had while playing Dragon Age Inquisition regarding right the <laughs> the terminology they chose to go with for mm. that game right. as a Jew. Yeah, I, I gave I gave Pope Francis an, uh, a thumb drive with uh, an MP3 of my podcast. <laughs> Would you say also Dan? Argyle and I are both not straight, so that, that's also mm. a factor. Uh, Maybe me. I'm, I mean, I'm also as someone who kind of left the church. I think also, Max is the least likely to get excommunicated. I'm like th- I'm the fucking sleeper yeah. agent here. Yeah. I'm still in, even though I shouldn't be. Yeah, you're you're absolutely the. Uh, the most likely to be skipped over. <laughs> I'm forgettable. Uh, uh, Hornmeister also asks, if you could find all slash replace a single word from the entirety of Yu-Gi-Oh! canon, which would it be and what do you replace it with? Greed with avarice. <laughs> uh, dragon with uh, cat. Uh, similar route to you, Audrey. I'm replacing greed with swag. I'm thinking now. Uh, <laughs> Pot of swag. That's challenging, uh, it's Max. Time for, it's time for this week's <laughs> shot of swag. That's, that's a challenging... What's everybody wearing today? That's a challenging set of words you put together. Second answer. I'm replacing Ojama with Minion. <laughs> Nothing changes. I'm gonna I'm gonna replace energy with milk. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Light, Light points is milk now. Oh, replace Shadow Realm with uh, hell, I guess. Hell. Yeah, with actual... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure you get to do that because it depends on your version whether or not you're actually replacing that now, doesn't it? <laughs> God. Um, let's see. Uh, Shadow Sandbag asks, could God make a duelist so powerful even God couldn't defeat them? I feel like that's the premise of the final fight of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Or Duel Monsters. Yes. Yeah. That is literally the final du- the ceremonial duel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to rewatch that. That was so good. Um, Elvier at Beyblade in the Discord asks, I'm so far behind, I don't know what happens, but what's your favorite comedy-specific accident? Examples, the falling anvil, running but the floor is gone, conveniently placed swamp, mistaking the enemy for your friend and holding their hand. <laughs> uh, painting a tunnel on the side of a rock face. I was literally gonna say that! Yeah, drift compatibility. It's the tunnel, it, it's gotta be the Roadrunner tunnel. Meet me. I, I do enjoy the sideshow Bob stepping on a rake, just repeatedly. It's classic. That's a pretty good bit. Uh, the 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 gag where uh they put dynamite under one of the keys on the piano to try to get Bugs Bunny to play it, but then he keeps fucking it up, and they get so pissed <laughs> off they play it correctly and then blow themselves up. Oh, that's a good bit. It's humor. Um, Yu-Yu's Bizarre Adventure asks, which of y'all would surely bite to show affection? Uh, probably statistically Argyle. Why me? Yeah, geographically. I mean, <laughs> that's. Shirley's a crocodile, not an alligator. Yeah, Shirley lives in, like, Australia, not Louisiana. Uh, Yeah, and Louisiana's Australia of America. Anyways, I would probably... (laughs) Oh, nature's Australia. Source, they have the same animals there. (laughs) Uh, Uh Uh-huh. It's probably me. I would spend a lot... I would hang out with Shirley. Oh, you are kind of... Yeah, no, you know what? I take it back. It's Dan. Also, I'm pretty... I'm pretty hefty, and I've got some glutes. Uh... (laughs) Can't uh, pierce this ass. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> Makina asks, now that we've had two duels in a row about the disillusionment people face in making their entire life around card games financially with Judai's and spiritually with Johans, do you think this is just a coincidence or is a theme starting to take seat in GX? I am undecided. Um, I, 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 I feel I, like it kind of is. Like, they had that discussion this time. Like, uh, Well, you, know, you guys didn't get that. <laughs> Yeah, okay, you yeah, heard about it. I didn't get that, but I heard about it. <laughs> in another 
another universe that exists. Yeah. I want to say I I want to say it is a theme if if only because yeah it makes the show so much more fascinating but also the sort of like insistence with which Judai asks like what he's fighting for is like like I don't know it, it makes it interesting we spent two seasons of him just being like I like to play card games my gotcha maybe maybe he should inspect why he likes to play card games yeah I don't know that could be interesting yeah my my answer to this is split my answer is I think yes in the sub and not in the dub. Mm. I mean, you gotta buy those card packs. Yeah, please buy product, please. We gotta kick it from Konami. The the Konami industry is dying. <laughs> please retweet to make it die faster. Yeah, Solid Snake needs your help. Um, Monterey Bay Blunder asks: If you had an animal companion whom you had to wear like a backpack whenever you were in public, which animal would you want it to be? It doesn't matter how dangerous the animal normally is. In this scenario, they would be as tame as Karen slash Shirley. I literally have a backpack for my applesauce, which is to say that figs carrier is a backpack because oh I that's just, so adorable he's got one of those little bubbles i didn't want to carry that in my hand because that aches and it's much easier to carry him mm-hmm. on my back because he's 15 fucking pounds wow mm, he's baby big baby he's a large man um so he's an adult it literally it's just my cat figaro <laughs> i mean honestly it would be shirley um maybe what would be a good animal to keep on my back i'm thinking I can't think of anything besides uh, alligator possum. or crocodile. Possum would be really good. Mm. I think alligator is appropriate yeah. for you, Dan. Yeah, I gotta do that. It, it's gonna be real heavy. Those those animals are really big, but I, I'd do it for them. I would do a spider, and the backpack would be, like, comedy size tiny. Uh-huh. That's fun. That's good. Morshmallon, friend of the show, Stephen Morshmallon, asks, What's the correct number of comedy rakes for a single bit? Three. I think... Yeah. I think about as many as it would take for about... How many you could... One minimum, two maximum. How many you can step on in, like, ten seconds? Okay. Yeah, it's not a number-based bit, it's a time-based bit. It's... I Mm. I say it's three, because it's the original rake, it's the one you run into when you step backwards, and it's the new one you step into when you step forwards from that. That's really well thought out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, too. Um, Steven also asks, what are y'all's birthstones? Peridot. Uh, Ruby. Er- Is it Peridot? Peridot. Yeah. Cucumber yeah. Quest reader. I always thought it was Peridot. It's not. Don't listen to Steven okay, Universe. Ka- Don't you? Katie's giving me the most fucking like, why do you not know it's Peridot? Look, I've said Peridot my entire goddamn it's- nearly yeah, 20... 20- don't 29 years of existence. Rebecca, nearly, Rebecca, Rebecca Sugar has lied to you. It is not Peridot. It is Peridot. <laughs> Fuck this. Bullshit. Mine's Emerald, by the way. Yeah. Um, and Colton asks, as an add-on to the last question, do you consider your monthly birthstone or astrological birthstone to be more I, valid? I don't know what the astrological one is. I don't is. know what my astrological birthstone is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, mine is a Taurus stone. <laughs> uh, Let me see. Um, I mean, birthstone. yeah, according to the astrological birthstone... Mine's Peridot. Uh, so, uh, uh, mine's mine's also amethyst <laughs> for both. Mine. So yeah, Leo's oh. birthstone is also Peridot I mean, as well. So oh, fuck off. According to the spruce.com, Leo's is actually onyx. What? Oh, is it? Oh, oh, good yeah. Oh. Okay, well, here, give give me your sign. Give me give me your signs, and I'll tell you your birthstone. Leo, onyx. It's okay. What I'm looking at at tinyrituals.co is that Leo's birthstone is Peridot. Wait, could it be that astrology's bullshit? Maybe. Turns out, being born Probably in a certain not. month doesn't have any effect on your personality. It says... Th- th- this one says... I already closed the website because I was mad at it. 
Um, hold on, let me, oh. let me open. Oh, I got you. I got Weird. you. I got you. I got you. Pisces is, according to this, amethyst. Yeah. So my, mine, are, mine are the same. My, according to this, I'm sapphire, which I denounce because emerald is better because it has both ruby and sapphire in it. Because it's got Rayquaza. Yeah, it is fucking Rayquaza rules. It has both the, the elements of both, the properties of both uh, rubber and gum. I don't know which character. <laughs> I do like Peridot in Steven Universe, but I also like Onyx from Pokemon, so I can't decide. What if it was an Onyx made out of Peridot? I, so I found out that Peridot was my birthstone like when I was pretty young, and... I became like really fascinated by it then because no one really mm-hmm. talks about Peridot um, at all in jewelry. And as probably the only person here, I don't want to speak f- for all of my co-hosts, but as the only person currently here, I'm guessing I was the only one who regularly wore jewelry when I was younger here. Yeah, I um, well, I mean, it's never allowed to. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh <laughs> All right, that's a different conversation. But uh, <laughs> uh, so I have, I have like a lot of jewelry that has peridot in it because I became like really, really fascinated with peridot, um, and the mm-hmm. fact that it was like a really underutilized gemstone, um, and that you could actually get for like a lot cheaper than a lot of other gemstones, mm-hmm. um, because people don't value it as much as like rubies or emeralds or whatever. Mm. Um, or, or diamonds or pearls or platinum. Shut your whore mouth. Your, your fire reds, your leaf greens. <laughs> I think Argyle. Argyle has my back. I am Pokemon going to parody you. <laughs> that is, I think, the most mad you've gotten at me in quite some time. <laughs> yeah. It's a new record. Um, a friend of the show, Danny, I, at Ojama I, I Yellow say, NFT. I like my birthstone a lot because uh, ever since I was, uh, as far as I can remember, my, my favorite color has always been purple. So it was very fortuitous that uh, my birthstone is amethyst. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To actually answer the question, I like my my month birthstone just because, like, I was born in May. And when I got emerald as a birthday gift, it matched up with my birthstone. And I was like, oh, this fucking, I'm going to, yeah, they got it right. Um, <clears throat> Danny Ojama Yellow NFT in the Discord asks, "How many more times do you think we'll hear the Camilla theme again, and will it stop harder each time?" Yes, yes, to both. Mm-hmm. Yes, our guy and Dan can't answer this one. Yeah, maybe. I. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Mm. Just, just like play it for yourself. Just like have a YouTube tab at five percent. Yeah, volume, exactly. Just kind of playing under the episode when you watch. Them. We'll hear it in season four. You oh you ch- oh you will hell yeah yeah I guess we uh, will. Danny also oh. asks. If we could have another celebrity impression for a dual monster, what celebrity would you want it to be, and for what dual monster? I want to hear. I'm trying to think of like. I want to hear an Austin Powers voice. You should do like a, a jigsaw impression for a Jinzo. Jinsaw. 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 I want to hear Austin Powers, but I don't know which uh, character it would fit best with. Uh... Um. Hmm. Ray Romano, Dark Magician. <laughs> I want um Kristen Shaw, Dark Necrofear. Oh my god, Audrey, that's good. Actually, you know what? Since we were talking really about good. Ice Age the other day, for reasons. Uh, Ray Romano plays the elephant in that, so he could he could be he could be yeah. Amber Mammoth. Yeah, he plays. He should be he, Amber he Mammoth. Plays Mammy, Manny. I'm going to kill you, Amber Mammoth. <laughs> Deborah. Deborah. Uh, and lastly, lastly, friend of the show Z Pippi asks, "What monster would you each like to voice? Be it natural tone or doing a bit? Pumpkin, the king of ghosts." Barring barring Christian Shaw, I would like to do an arc necro- dark necrophere. That's good. Um, I'd like to do Man Eater Bug, but like just hello, my name is Man Eater Bug. I'm gonna kill you now. Bye bye. Mm. What if he was just really normal, like a fucking like pencil pusher middle manager type guy? Uh, Look, this is just my day job. 
He was, yeah, he's a cop called one of the scribes <laughs> in, like, the library. He's a like, fucking librarian. He's like, yeah, this is my cop, Maneater Bug. No, I, I met Maneater <laughs> Bug one day when he wasn't on the job, and he's actually really chill. You should you should see him once sometime. We smoked weed together. Cool. Fuck yeah. Uh, and that's all of our questions for this week. Thank you all Thank so you. much. Thank you. Your input's appreciated. Your input is valued and beloved. Um... Well, that will do it for us. It's time to close out and do mm-hmm. plugs. Um, I guess I can start. I've been Max. You can go to twitter.com and MaxiBajillion to find me. My other shows include Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. And I used to do that with Argyle and Audrey once upon a time for G Gundam. But now we're dead. Yeah. We'll be back on it one and of yeah. these days. Hey, Max, has anybody signed up for Build Fighters Try? I'm probably uh, going to re- regret that, but... No, Dan has signed up for Build Fighters, but no one signed up for Build Fighters Try. I'm not going to sign. Up. I've already, <laughs> I've already signed up for like two different build-based animes. One for one is a Build Fighters and one is a Build Divers. I feel like it would be cheating to get Try. Uh, hmm. I mean, they're each like they're only like one season ahead of the usual two for Gundam. But anyway, um, I also have a show called Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast that I do with my friend Jordan. Uh, we're gonna do. Hades next next year rather Hades nuts Hades nuts thank you uh, and lastly I have a current show ongoing for a limited time called Nevermind the Trollocs it's about Amazon's Wheel of Time I do that with Sarah from this show and Tom and Nina from Mobile Suit Breakdown a smarter Gundam podcast than mine uh, and that's a really fun time we're like halfway through with the season it's good it's only eight episodes so tune in have fun uh, popcorn Dan I'm Dan you can find me at a lot of places and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges uh from there you can find my twitter at bigger challenge you can find the other podcasts i do which include uh the sonic shuffle a random and holistic sonic lord podcast uh tomorrow we're recording a christmas special where we talk about the two sonic things i know of that involve christmas which are sonic's christmas blast and uh a short that that that's on like the sonic youtube page uh you can listen to uh, video games, the movie, the podcast. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, we're going to be doing a Phoenix Wright episode. It, it's probably going to be really good. We're going to have Elliot and Giga on it. Uh, you can listen to uh, my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, and my inactive podcast, Stranger's Fiction. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Merry Christmas, Xbox. It's Usher. I hope Santa got you everything you wanted, uh, including Dan Central 3. I'll see you all in the new year. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Xbox. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Xbox. Uh, Audrey. Great. Um, I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. If you want to know more about that funny robot internet joke, you can listen to the other podcast I do at Prime Cuts, uh, which you can find on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. I do with friend of the show, Nero. Um, it is a Transformers podcast. Oh, sorry. Fig just came over to me and he's so warm. I just pet him. He's so warm. Yeah. I did unfortunately give my cat Spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. So now he shows up, uh, (laughs) even more on, (laughs) on my recordings. Um, but, uh, Sarah, do not edit it out. (laughs) Do not separate it. Um, yeah, you can listen to Prime Cuts. It's a Transformers podcast that I do with Nero. Uh, we're going through That's all good. of 
Transformers history on television since the original 1984 cartoon. We're starting with Transformers Armada, which aired in 2001 and was a weird sort of like gap show. Between- I remember. I think that was my first exposure to Transformers as a kid. It was my first form. It's a lot it, of people. It was, it was both of, we're starting with it because it was both of our first, for like, formal exposure. It was like the first show that we both sat down consciously to watch. Um, oh. so, yeah, we're watching Armada. It's questionable quality, but it's, uh, it's an interesting place to start for us. And then we'll move on to some other shit. Hell yeah. And finally, Argyle. Hey, I'm Argyle. Oh, it's on Noise Space as well. Sorry. Ugh. Hey, I'm Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore funk. You can also listen to the one other podcast that I'm on. It's called Kamarocho Radio, KMRO FM. Uh, it is about the Yakuza series of video games. I host it with Jordan, of course. Uh, and we're currently working our way through Yakuza 3. We're on a little bit of a hiatus because Jordan is out of town until uh, like January. But uh, that gives you plenty of time to catch up because it's a, g- a good show and you should listen to it. Hell yeah. And we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast. You can find us not on Tumblr. Don't look there. You can find us on uh, 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 Discord. You can talk to us. That's uh, kaiba.online or uh, there's a link in the episode description. You can give us money at patreon.com slash pod of greed and you will get a number of benefits. You give us $2 a month. You'll get all the bonus up. Well, $1 a month actually now. You get all the bonus ups. We just put one out on Despicable Me 3. Uh, we're going to be starting something new soon. Uh, if you give us $5 a month, you get that. You get a shout out at the end of the episode, like the following people. Audrey? Yes. So thanks very much to our $5 patrons. Um, Colton Crow, Emery, Joelle Thomas, Moore Conting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Draven. Thank you so much. Oh, uh, and you also get to listen in on the middle of us recording. By the uh, and go ahead. Uh, I just want to mention two things. Uh, first, uh, we are taking two weeks off after this one because of uh, because Mary Chrysler because of Christmas and New Year's Christmas. happening. Uh, and also, but uh, it's fucked up that those are a week apart. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, we will at some point next week. Record another patron episode about our games of the years. Uh, get your game of the mm-hmm. year on 2021. Yeah, we'll make a... Um, uh, yeah, so that's going to be our, our next bonus. Yeah, we'll, One final we'll plug, piece of business. Um, again, a reminder that we have our fanfiction uh, competition going on right now yeah. for episode yes. 169. Nice. 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 Um, you can find the link to... If you would like to submit a piece of fanfiction, we would love to read it. I will be submitting a piece of fan fiction for myself and reading it live. Uh, and I will have to figure out how I'm going to physically make myself do that live on air uh, and not freeze up. So that should be fun to yeah, listen to. Uh, yeah. If you didn't participate in the last one, if you just weren't a listener then or whatever, I'd recommend listening to the first one. It's an extremely good episode and it will give you kind of a idea of maybe sort of the tone that we're looking for. for Yeah. These. Um, um, of course, you can write anything you want as right, long as it's, you know, right, not uh, freak shit. Yeah, write whatever you want. Just don't be weird. Um, and don't write mm-hmm. anything past uh, season two of GX. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes um, of course. The link to submit that is in the fanfiction episode, which is in your feed a couple weeks back. Uh, the deadline for that is the end of the year. So as long as the date ends in 2021, you can still submit. Um, Wherever that is like, in your time zone. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, also, we have one more pa- Patreon tier we have to talk about. That's the $10 level. You get all the other right. shit. Plus, you get uh, thanked in the middle of the episode, and you get a physical box of goodies that we will send to you once a year. Uh, the cutoff for next year's is already passed. But it's never too late to, to get the 2023 box. Yeah, just join. It's a fun fucking time. It's a fun time. And you get a special colors and shit in the Discord, too. Yeah, we love yeah. it. Thank you to our partners and board members. Yeah, and we are, as always, on part of the Noise Space Network. That is at noisespace.xyz. Uh, you can just find any number of podcasts, most of the ones that we mentioned and plugged. Uh, plus a ton more, like uh, Nightmare and Era, or Twink's Awakening, or County Girls Make Do, etc., etc. Zero to Zero, they just finished Aquaman. Dale. Oh, yeah. Dale. I'm the living great Gatsby. Uh... <laughs> um, and with that, that podcast. That'll do it. Yep. I, I lay myself face down and fall into a trap hole. I lay myself into my male wife's chest. And then my turn. I lay myself face down and pass the fuck out. I lay myself face down under a cardboard box propped up with a stick, but it's okay because <laughs> there's a bunch of snacks in here. <laughs> oh, damn. Pokemon Emeralds in here. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. McQueen's <laughs> my friend. <laughs> fuck yeah. Peach. Peach. Peach.